Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. And what happened just... Aiming too long and just moved a little bit. And it was like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. You're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Episode number 065 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, coming to you, uh, not live, we're live right now, but you're not hearing it live. It's kind of weird to explain, we've been trying to explain to you for 65 episodes from 1600 Buckslayer Place (laughs) in Girard, (laughs) Illinois, zip code I cannot remember because I don't live here, the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. What's up, fellas? Oh, you know, just here for the 65th time and... uh, Actually, it's been a little more than that because we have episodes that don't really count as like a regular episode. Yeah, that, but, uh, you're true. a lot more chirpy today, Steve. I am. Yeah, I, uh, I had. Did you have ter- a good night's sleep? That's what happens when you're laid off? You don't do anything. I had, a, I had a good night slash day get to sleep. sleep for 15 hours. And- I did. I, I woke up. Uh, I, I woke up early today because uh, I knew we had to had to prepare for an episode. So I woke up promptly at 2:55 p.m. today. That's a joke. No, it's Is not a serious? joke. I'm, no, I'm kidding. I woke up at 2.45. I had to get a game of uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 in. Find me on Xbox <laughs> Live. Kurt here, guys. Just to let you know, I went to work today um, because I have a job. Um, Steve, the working class bow hunter straight from the unemployment office. <laughs> hey, how I, many, how many guys, I, Eric's on that bow, too. Yeah, I'm how many guys? But, dude, this, but I got a side job, so it counts. I'm, we might have to change the name of this. I'm the only legitimate working class bow hunter. Yeah, we... So, uh, high five. We might have to change the name of this to uh, Un- unemployed bow hunters. <laughs> one, one working class bow hunter and his two unemployed friends. Yeah, podcast. Hey, I'm working on it, homie. All Carrying right. the weight, 
bow hunter podcast. <laughs> right. uh, this podcast uh, brought to you by. Now we should give our a shout out to. Oh, are we all good? Did no. we lose it? No, we're good. Oh, we're, we're good. still we're good. good. All right, I, thought, I seriously My thought computer we crashed it. for a second. Technical difficulties. Good Lord, speaking of things not working, uh, I'll tell you what does work: Badlands Packs. Go to badlandspacks.com. Some of the greatest hunting packs on the planet. Even if you don't have yep. a job, these will do all the work that you don't do. I promise that. <laughs> That's true. It, it, is, it true. is true. You can put all your resume packets and all the things you need inside your Badlands pack. You can use it more than just hunting. If you show up to a job interview and you got a Badlands pack, these guys are going, oh, my God, we need to hire this guy. Look at that pack. Right. So, yeah, try it out. Um, you know, send us pictures. Awful. Send us pictures <laughs> of you going to uh, job interviews with your Badlands gear, and uh, maybe we'll send you a free koozie. People here are going, dude, we don't have job interviews. We already have yeah, careers. we have jobs. Well, thank so you. thanks for listening if you're listening at work, guys. We did get a message from someone. I could uh, pull that up real quick and give them a shout-out while we continue on to our next sponsor. We could. Uh, our next sponsor, creatively, is Creative Critters uh, Taxidermy. Mark Reif, uh, I know he's... You want to talk about one of the best human beings on the planet. I love We're that guy. To, Mark Reif. Man. I love that guy to death. It, it's it's always funny because, like, this, this, the, the way this dude works, like, me and him are on the same schedule. Where, well, actually, he's working, but I'm not... You send him a text at like twelve thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, like you get he'll like answer. Yeah, he'll you get answer. a you get a text back like an hour later. Like, hey, what's up, man? Just saw this. that guy works day and night on yeah. taxidermy, and yeah. it's it's some of the best taxidermy work. Lives that, and breathes that you it, can, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we he's in frequently. He's due for another episode. Yes, he is. This guy Where's knows his shit about deer or any animal. He knows his stuff. Just like the weird little random shit that you don't know. That you should know. He knows it. He knows it. It's on. Or like he can sit and talk to you. But oh yeah, did you know this about a deer? Oh yeah, there's a gland here, or you know whatever. He can get into it, but it's time uh, makes his money. Yeah, creative um, critters taxidermy. And, so, and speaking of uh, people who are very busy, Smith's Custom Meats right there in Viola, beautiful sunny Viola, Illinois. Right. Um, this guy is he's he's wrapping up, man. He's he's knocking the rest of the deer out there. Just about finished. So you're gonna start an expansion there. I heard. Yeah, starting expansion all because of. I this. must have missed this. You missed it. Yeah, no, he's they're he, adding on so they have more cold storage. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I did of, see that. I did see that. Dude. Some little podcast in Sheerard peeped them, and uh, now they got to expand to their building. You guys are welcome. Just you know, saying. it's just what we do. <laughs> yeah, we do what we do. We do that here. for good that, people. You know how I mean, awesome that is. You like, can find our contact on workingclassbowhunter.com if you'd like ooh, to contact us yeah. or see what we're doing. Boom! I'll tell you what, that guy. That whole family, it just good people, great. Products. I am so glad that they're expanding. That that means businesses are booming. And uh, who we have in our uh, in our studio with us? He's not very important, but he did Jumping just ahead. get his stuff uh, from Smiths. Our good buddy Brandon uh, Bequeath. We'll, we'll get to him in a minute. It's Bisqueath. It's Bisqueath. Yeah, it depends on uh, <laughs> wow. depends on how you wow. save them in your phone. Real quick, guys. Uh, WorkingClassBowHunter dot com is our website. All our contact stuff is on there. WWW. Um, we have all our like our profiles for the hosts from our show, um, and then we have the trophy room on there that no one wants to be on our website for some reason. But if you go to our website, WorkingClassBowHunter dot com, you click on the trophy room. Maybe we'll have our second. Guy in the trophy room tonight. Yeah, maybe yeah, we could. We could. Uh, we could throw someone else on there. But yeah, we're wanting to just get get our listeners. Uh, Give them some credit. pictures. Yeah, and and put them up on our website. And then we have a social media shout out. Roy Phillips, um, Texas State intern at Ignite Fitness is what it says on his Instagram. <laughs> but he says, uh, 
you know, we put a picture up on Instagram of someone listening at work on their DeWalt work radio, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, y'all are all I listen to all day, every day. So thank you for the support, and thanks for listening. That means a lot. Man, and a, uh, another uh, shout-out that we do, uh, this is going to be an ongoing thing. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the vet of the episode who this uh, – Veteran. I don't, I, the, the veteran, yeah. I don't want to say this this episode's dedicated to him because he's he's still alive and well. He's actually a new listener to the show. So if we dedicate an episode to you, these guys might still be alive. All right? I just want to clarify that. But uh, Tim Johnson, he's a Navy vet. He's a good buddy of our friend uh, Gene Miller. Tim, thank you for your service and all that you do for this country. Um, we really appreciate it. You know, you're defending our freedom to be able to do this podcast. Thank you. Keep on keeping yeah. on. Thanks. If you guys Keep want to shoot out on. a vet, you know, message us. We'll shoot. Mm-hmm. We'll shout out anyone. No special treatment for any branch. Wink, wink. Just saying. I don't, okay. I don't. Okay. But uh, yeah. Uh, once again, thank you, Tim Johnson. Means. Let's uh, let's move on to right. who we do have in the studio. Handle it. What's happening for the second time? What's up, Brandon? What's going on? We have Brandon here, and dear God, I wish you just would have shaved that caterpillar off your face. <laughs> Look at that. This is the guy who cannot that grow a, a beard, hey, but he just has a know. caterpillar just resting comfortably. This You're is such an, an asshole, dude. I know, I know. I'm a mechanic. I mean... Nobody, Steve, nobody looks at me. Steve talks about the way people look. If you guys, you know, thank <laughs> God never, this isn't a video <laughs> series podcast because no one would ever tune in because they see Steve's ugly mug on here. And all Steve does is just talk shit about other people. <laughs> well, why not? Dude, all, day, I, all day long. Dude. When I was heading Brandon, here, I, punch I, him. I stopped, I stopped at the I'll gas station. I stopped at the gas station, and there was some <laughs> some girl filling up gas. And I knew I was wearing my sweatpants and a camo hoodie, and I just looked at her and go, Sup? No, you did not. Oh, yes, you I did. didn't get out till she left. I had two little bottles of Coca-Cola Max. Oh, man, I forgot one in your fridge. I got to be at that. Well, we are in Sherrard, so they're probably like, ah. No, this typical. is in Milan. <laughs> oh, even more typical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Brandon, thanks for coming on our show. No problem. We met Brandon last spring at Morrison Sportsman's Club at a 3D shoot. Yeah. Yep. At random. It's coming back up again. Because it, it was is. it was raining like a mug. Remember oh, that? Oh, dude, it was terrible. It was the nicest day out, and all of a sudden the storm came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. We were taking like 60-yard shots at that, at that ba- bear. That bear. Yeah. yeah, it was the mulligan shot. That yeah. bear looked, it was funny. That bear looked giant that far away. Yeah, yeah. One of those like three-foot bear, too. Yeah, like that the, bear looked like, like it was nine foot tall. Then we get up there, I was like, oh, well, that's weird. That's like a, have you ever shot a tunnel shot? Oh yeah, that's where they cut it back into the timber. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. So it might be a full size bear, but it's a real little one. Yeah, that really messes with your shots and stuff. It was uh, uh, judging distance. We were shooting. We were shooting through the rain and everything. And you were with the you were with the guy that we had uh, we had had on before, Austin Austin Fielder. He was on like episode seventeen, something like that. No, it was way before that. Was it? It was early. Because we had Jared Scheffler was our first major guest. That was episode 15. And by the way, Jared Scheffler may or may not be on next week, guys. Oh, there you um, go. So you just have to, is that a little hint, hint? Could be. Maybe could not. Be. Maybe it is. Maybe but, so. uh, yeah, we had Austin on, and then we've been meaning to get you on. And I'm, I'm a busy guy. And here you are, yeah. <laughs> He's a real busy guy. But, uh, yeah, we met at that 3D shoot, and that's coming back up more in Morrison, Illinois. Yeah. Um, just at the Morrison Sportsman Club. Yeah, they do a great oh, it's amazing. 3D shoot. I'll tell you what, if you guys are in that area, or if you're within an hour, drive down, you know, north, yeah. south, east, or west, drive down. But once you do Morrison, you got to go stop in Fulton and go to Manny's. 
You know, I talked to someone tacos. from Fulton. I was like, oh, man, you're from Fulton. You ever go to Manny's, too, and get tacos? Manny's. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's you didn't go to Manny's. I've never, oh, dude. It's they specialize in tacos and pizza, like yeah. deep fried tacos. Yeah. Oh, good. That's, not, taco that's pizza? not like Rudy's, is it? Because that's that's kind of my style. It's better than Rudy's. Man. Way better. Yeah. Than Rudy's. I'm super white guy tacos. Oh yeah, this is super. This is super <laughs> this white is guy tacos. Would, this is you tacos would love tacos as you can get. Yes, you would love tacos. Well, I swear, the tacos and pizza are like the two most American foods. Like we just take <laughs> them. Just take like, them as our ours. You know, oh, they originated in Italy and Mexico. Nah, 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 nah. This is, this is ours now. No, well, we did that that 3D shoot in Morrison. It started downpouring, like full-blown thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah. And do you think, because we were shooting, I don't know, I think it was 70 yards at that bear. It was unknown, really. No, I had mine topped out on my HHA. Okay. And that, and that thing went to 70 only, so. Well, we were shooting from inside, like a little, like. Uh, Shelter. Like pavilion yeah. thing. Yep. And uh, we were standing there to hide the rain. We were sitting out there kind of bored. I'm like. How far do you think that is? Let's shoot at that thing. Let's everyone throw an arrow down there. Think the th- pistol range, wasn't it? Or the ri- high no, yeah, yeah. right yeah. by the, the rifle, rifle range. No, yeah. it was the rifle it was range. The like pil- you turn around and turn yeah, down. there's the rifle mm-hmm. range right there. Do you think heavy rain has a big impact on your arrow? It's got to. Do you think it I, does? I would think it would. I, well, yeah, here's the thing. Everything does. How far it is does, the shot? Yeah. You know, because if well, it's like a five yard shot, especially at seventy yards. This is stuff we can do testing on. Like, okay, 20 yards, probably not that big of an impact. Maybe a little impact, but probably not enough to where it outweighed the human air, the movement of human air. you got to realize how much momentum you're losing at 70 yards. Well, yeah, right. If you're shooting 50-plus yards, maybe. You know, it's going to cut your spin down and everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Your fletching is going to catch rain. And We used to shoot at DVA all the time when it started raining. We'd turn all the targets, and we'd sit up in the pavilion Mm -hmm. and shoot down. I mean— I was always fine out 40 yards, but I didn't usually push it much when it was raining. Right. Right. I just wonder how much. I know someone's got had to do a test. Or that, maybe that's something we just need to do and just when it's pouring rain. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, yeah, if uh, yeah, obviously the further out and the longer your your arrow is going to be exposed to the elements. I mean, like, let's, let's take rifle shots. You know, there's a lot of times where, you know, the further out you're shooting, you really have to watch the wind, even though that that bullet is is moving that fast right you know it's still yeah it's gonna subject to the the so so, yeah i mean you know take that take how much speed you're losing in in momentum and and, uh, kinetic energy and then you know slow that down and expose it so yeah probably at 70 yards it probably was affecting us so look at high altitude shots isn't that they they saying that makes a big difference well the air's different up there the air's different it probably flies flatter I would think, right? Your arrow would fly flatter. You know, I've never shot anything like that. Maybe I'm thinking of, I don't know, someone can email us and tell us if we're wrong, but I would think the thinner the air, the flatter the trajectory of your arrow would be because it's going to travel further easier because it's cutting less air. The air's thinner. That's what I would think. That makes, I mean, it makes sense, but it might, you never know. Interesting stuff. I have cousins that hunt high Good. High altitude hunts, and you we do. should meet mountains. scientists who could. Uh, yeah, let's get Bill Nye the science guy. I, he <laughs> probably wouldn't like us. <laughs> He's like cheese. Well, they say you know, when it comes to like long distance stuff. I've heard Cam Haynes say this, and um, just other people say like a. I'm trying to remember how it's worded. A rifle shot versus like a bow shot is like times ten for a bow shot. So like a what is it? A hundred yard. No, 20-yard bow shot's like a 200-yard rifle shot. Wow. I think. Yeah. 
Because then I could see that. Because then he said, "Okay, so like a fifty-yard bow shot is like a five hundred-yard rifle shot. So a hundred yards is like a thousand-yard rifle that like shot. Comparable to the drop. Comparable to the difficulty, I believe. Okay. I don't know I how think I could shoot better with a bow at fifty yards than I could with a rifle. Yeah, exactly. right. Well, <laughs> I could shoot better with a bow at fifty yards than I could with a rifle well, at fifty I, yards. Well, I, I think I feel like it's at twenty at the same thing. Right, but then again, though, you know, you get out. You know, I have a twenty-two two fifty. You know, I I shot with Trevor Schmidt the other. You know, I don't know. It was beginning of winter. My twenty-two two fifty and had a target at hundred yards. I'm like, that's a hundred yards right in the center. You know, if I would have grabbed my bow and been like. Oh God, that is a hundred yards. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a lot different though, looking through a scope than so, through a peep sight. Maybe exactly. that is kind of how it is. I would kind of believe it because a well, hundred yard bow shot. If you don't do it often, you look at it and you go, "Whoa!" But but keep in mind too, like when you you have to hold the weight, the weight, and everything steady. Whereas like you know, a lot of times if you're like shooting a rifle, a lot of times you'll get the the um what's that uh, what's that bag called this the sled lead sled lead sled yeah. yeah right and and you know you can sit there and not saying that's that's it's anymore. like the equivalent of like shooting your bow out of a hooter shooter and saying you're shooting it yeah I mean but there's <laughs> right, still there's still yeah, a kind huge of, yeah. plus you can get in the prone position and make it easier for right. it right yeah there's still yeah. a huge level of difficulty how about I'm this saying, shoot but... a rifle standing up at a thousand yards then then we'll have a conversation <laughs> All right. that's not happening. But I, you, Chris Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that is like an accurate comparison. I think if it, you think it, I mean, it makes sense. It sounds cool, so I'll tell people that until the day I die. I, I'm cool. just gonna roll with it. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> That's what I would say. It's, Famous quote. It's like yeah, okay, so thirty yard shot, three hundred yard rifle shot. Like we're talking high power rifle though. Well, when the military gets in to start shooting bows. We'll get some real information. Right, uh, they're right, doing right. Uh, Black Ops Three. Yeah, I knew so, that was oh, coming. <laughs> Steve is lame. Well, whatever. It'd be different if you just played in your spare time and like didn't talk no, about not it anywhere lame, else. Lazy. <laughs> lame and lazy. Lame and lazy. The two L's. I uh Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's it. I'm just thinking of how if we could compare like you remember how they did Top Shot? Um I think it was like season one where like they had all these guys that you know, most of them were like were like, you know, the riflemen or Is that I, show I, still on? I don't think hey, so. I, I don't think watch. so. That was a Top bad show. It's on Netflix. I can't even watch it. it. Well, it's not on Netflix anymore. It, it was only one season. But they had, like, everybody, like, shooting, you know, where it's like, all right, we're going to do, like, 50 cal, you know, sniper rifles and, and whatever. And then just out of the blue, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do longbows. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah they and did, like, nine seasons of that. Oh, yeah. I never really yeah, watched it. I don't really I watch, watch it regular TV. It, it It's kind of a cool show to watch. Like, the elimination's always funny, too, because they always have just, like, like you know, nineteen elevens or whatever, and like who you vote for, like you shoot it's the like target. Survivor, but more. <laughs> yeah, there's and, and it's funny, like when some like guys like the, some guys industry. like talking all this trash about like who he wants to eliminate, and he makes like a shot, and it's like yeah, about a quarter inch off, and some guys like, oh, you voted for me, I'll vote for you, ping bullseye. Speak, <laughs> speaking of uh, like shoot offs and stuff like that, April twenty third, we're doing our third annual working class bow hunter shoot. There we at are at Logan's house. If any, if anyone wants to come out, you are more than welcome. Yeah, it's all the way out in the boondocks in Illinois. So if you're nearby <laughs> us, Quad City area, just shoot us a, a message. DM shoot us. Shoot us a message. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get you the info. And Basically, it's going to be a bunch of people. We're gonna shoot our bows and have little shoot-offs and make teams and just have fun. We need, to make, we need to make food, too. Yep, cook this out. Time. We should have someone cater. 
and afterwards. No, there's a grill there. Hot dogs are cheap. It works. Get the hunter pack from Walmart. Yeah, that's a good point. We were just talking about that. <laughs> and afterwards, go to Sam's Club. Yeah, you can get probably a thousand pack from Sam's. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, let's speaking of food. Uh, you just picked up your uh, meat order from uh, from Smith's. Yeah. How'd you like it? It's awesome. Is he, it? He even told me when I came in there. He's like, "You're gonna wish you would have bought more meatloaves." And I only got. Oh, one. You I only got one. Oh. So I got one. You got we one. We made it. Yeah. And you I get the ate, big I'm one like, or the little, like, one? the little one. The little one. The little one. You could eat that in one sitting. Uh, I ate about half of it. But uh, I'm gonna get a dough next year. Just made nothing. That's meat exactly loaves. what he, I'm gonna do. He, <laughs> just yeah, all yeah, meatloaf. He only ate half of it because he was standing at the time. If he was sitting, he could have ate the whole thing. Well, the thing is, my girlfriend shot her first deer this year. During uh, late muzzleloader. No, second season shotgun. Your fiance? Yep. Yeah. Fiance. <laughs> fiance. With, with my muzzleloader. That's why I always want to say that. But uh, so it, it was awful small. I'm mm. not going to, you know, I don't really condone the whole shooting of young deer. Yeah, it, it was our first deer. First one. It we've happens. All done so it. It happens. Your first we, one, yeah. It's all we, good. It's all good. We had 25 in the field the night before. And she just, they were all staying on the north side of the field. Mm-hmm. And we just, where the, the way the box is faced, we can't really see it right i mean you can't get a shot off the hard right side but uh finally one came in front of her she kind of froze up so she kind of did the hop hop mm-hmm. and then it, oh, yeah. it caught her but my scope's pretty good scope so at 15 yards i mean all she saw was hair right. so. yeah. <laughs> it's on it's on nine she can power. See the so. oh there's no has terrible split ends you, you can see the tick <laughs> on the back so of course you know at that time they were super spooky yeah, which, for, oh, you yeah. know they don't even get pressure down there during shotgun season. It doesn't matter. I mean, those deer it must wander around up, a lot. I it mean, they were up. spooky, and even with the shooting house, they were spooky. Normally, they aren't. So that day didn't go as well. So the next day we had two young ones out, but it was downpouring the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, I mean, we couldn't. These ones just hung out in the field. I kept waiting on something bigger to come. And you know, it was getting to that time we had to start heading home. And uh, so I said, well, you know. Let's let's get outside the blind. Let's see if we can sneak up and get a shot. You know, mm-hmm. I hate to have her not even get a shot at one. Right. And I'm not kidding you. She has never shot my muzzleloader. Mm-hmm. All she's ever shot is a few shotguns and maybe my 22 trying to prepare for this. Right. And uh, she gets up there <laughs> standing yard, 75 yards across. I even range it after. Smokes it. <laughs> that would be hard for me. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, just smoked it. I knew it right when you hit. He did a little rear up. And, right. And then I was like, God, I hope she hits this good because it's so wet out. There's no way I'm going to follow a <laughs> blood trail, you know. Right, right. And he <laughs> run down, piled up 20 yards. And uh, get back to the story, um, I didn't want to pay someone $50, $60 to cut that up to put it, you know, to private all process and everything. Right. It wasn't very big. So I did it in my garage the whole day after. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I – Talked to Steve and all you guys about Smiths, and um, so I took everything I had there. I even cut the back straps and everything. Had oh yeah, everything. And uh, yeah, I think we got thirty-five pounds of beef or meat out of it. You right. know, and, veal, um, veal, veal. <laughs> you got 30, <laughs> thirty-five pounds of beef out of a deer. That's an interesting deer. It's pretty good odds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what, what, yeah, what kind of operation they run in there? <laughs> it'd be fat. There you go. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah. Um, I do got mine. Here. I know you guys are all about that. We're American but, here. Yeah. Um, what? All right, so you got the meatloaf. Did you get anything else? Did yeah, meatloaf, I got a ton of breakfast sausage because it was ah, Dude, that stuff's oh, so good. She, she wanted the breakfast sausage really bad, which, of course, didn't realize I was going to shoot a – my dad was going to shoot a 750-pound pig. And now we have <laughs> we have close to 
350 pounds of breakfast sausage right now. <laughs> oh, man. I'll it, take some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the breakfast sausage from Smith's is so good. See, I haven't had it yet. All oh I've had is the gosh. sticks, and those sticks are amazing. Oh, you oh. know what? You I mean, know what? Uh, you missed out. Uh, you you don't get anything bad from there. We're over here. We're not just saying that. Like, we really believe it, yeah, which we, is why yeah, we're talking about it. We've tasted it all. Me and Kurt it were, amazing. Me and Kurt were uh, hanging out here a couple days ago, and you're just like, dude, I'm so hungry. He pulled out the... Uh, Apple venison oh, sausage. Oh, the apple su- venison summer sausage. Summer sausage. I have one of those. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> dude. It's good. Me and Kurt, I, we demolished a- all thing, right? For you guys that are going apple, It's there's like chunks of... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like apple puree. It's like, I yeah, think. I don't want to say... It kind of reminds you of like fruit roll-up, but it's mm. not fruit roll-up. I don't we, know how to explain we need it. To get, we need to get Scott in here so we can explain yeah, all well, of this. That is, um, they will be in here to talk about their processing. So if you're local in the area or just near us, you'll get to really hear firsthand why it's worth it to get your meat processed there. I mean, the thing is, I've gone to everybody around here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if they're yeah, within 50 miles, 60 miles, I've gone to everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't... I'm big on customer service. Right. If you're if you're kind of a dick to me, I'm not coming back to you. I don't care right. how good you are. Right. I was having an old boy do it. Um, that guy that just does it down the road from my parents. I won't say who it is. Right. He's not kind of supposed to be doing it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what to get banned or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to have go through a lot of permits to get that. Oh yeah. And then Steve's shut down. So he Steve's meat shop shut down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I I was taking my I took this two is all years. Iowa. Yeah. Stuff. Sorry. Yeah. I mean. Yep. Um. But I was taking my stuff to Durant Meat Locker. They do a pretty good job, but I didn't really want to pay for their sausage. But So I took all that stuff to Steve's. And, I mean, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, yeah. He's just such a cool guy. I mean, I was there for like an hour the first time. Just, Scott, you mean? Or Scott, sorry. No, it's all good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's just a nice, easy guy to talk to. Yeah. I mean, he's real nice. Well, that, I mean, too, you go in there, and it's clean. Like, oh, yeah. Normally, you go into the little meat locker. They're like, oh, drop it off in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. <laughs> they bring out the big old meat sled some, or whatever yeah, it is. It's, or uh, it's some dude's garage, and there's like 36 yeah. deer hanging in there. Here, let me grab my meat oh, it's, it's, you're like, <laughs> it's, cold, it's cold enough out. I don't need a it's a, it, it is always funny, like, right when you walk in there. You know, it's it's a really nice uh, – when you shut your dough. It's a nice establishment. Scott was just hanging out there. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And when he went to lop off your your doe's legs, like he's like, ah, I need to get some, you know, some new shears or whatever. But that's like the one the one thing that's always like, you know, if you've, you know, you show up and you're like, ah, there's legs in a bucket. What? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know. It's like, but you know, you I see, didn't know where you were going. Oh no, I just. Yeah, but then you walk in like the. Here, here's the thing: when you take in as many deer as that guy does. And you have that cooler, walk-in cooler. You oh got, yeah, he's got to fit him in there, and it's it, it's crazy. Like, That's how you got to do it. Yeah, but you. But I'm saying like where I was going. After that, then you walk into like where the kitchen area is, and it looks like it's prepped for surgery. Is in it's clean. It's clean. It doesn't clean. smell like a locker. No, I, no it does not. It smells like clean. Good. It smells like it makes you hungry when you walk it in. It smells there. like he's smoking meat around there. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, it smells good. It's not like you walk in, it's like, oh. That is it's, the first locker I've ever been in that did not smell. I yeah. mean, you know what the smell is. Oh, yeah. It's very oh, yeah. clear, and it's, it, right. it doesn't bother me, but. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a there. normal smell for a locker, yeah, though, I mean, you know? It's not. It's kind of a bloody. It smells Smell like a place where they butcher meat. Yeah. You know, whereas Smith, you walk in, you're like, is that jerky? 
And it looks yeah. like a brand new building. Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but they I mean, keep. Yeah, it's going to be expanded here pretty soon. They keep so, the place super good for clean, them. though. So we, we went on a rant, but man, Smiths, we really, we yeah, really you, believe it. We're you didn't not... get any jerky though, did you? No, I make my own jerky. The thing is with the, the Smiths sticks, jerky, the sticks were amazing though. I is mean, you eat that jerky one. so fast, it's almost like you didn't get any made. Oh yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like. I had a half a bag gone on the way home from there. I'm What's like, nice about the jerky, though, too, you can keep it in the freezer, and you can pull it out and eat it. Yeah. You don't have to let it thaw out or anything. You just, it's like, oh, it's good. Mm, yeah. This is good. Which did you like more, though? <laughs> I, I, I know we, cause we, we got to sample the teriyaki and barbecue. I thought the barbecue was absolutely fantastic, but that teriyaki was... You got you ended up getting teriyaki, didn't you? I got both. Which one did you See, end up liking better? I, yes. I can't remember... Both? Yes. I can't remember the... Uh, brochure but i think i got like the colorado mm. something it's freaking amazing i have venison mushroom and swiss brats thawed in my fridge right now and once you guys have leave you tonight i'm gonna cook them up oh yeah <laughs> I, co- <laughs> I cooked them up from for breakfast with eggs and like those them things up. are amazing mm-hmm. they're really good i'm super hungry right now we need to talk about something else one thing Can I we just take though. a time out and go cook them up quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be right back, <laughs> we'll be right back. he's the first one i've ever seen to put in those sticks like i mean he's got full chunks of like cheese and stuff oh, in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And, you know oh. most of it's little little, little bitty little pieces little and, chunks. i mean he, he's doing all right over there it's you know they're gonna keep expanding if he keeps he's gonna have to hire people he got me yeah i mean i'm coming back right i might not have my main processing done there because i mostly do it myself anymore but like the specialty for, stuff. For that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By far. I mean, it's like an hour drive for me, and it's well worth it. Oh, yeah. Well worth it. How'd that buck taste? Mm. I don't think we ever talked. Did you get full steaks from that old guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Fry them up, baby. Fry them up. Oh, yeah. Our it teeth got sent off, guys. I know. Yeah, it did. We've been talking about we this. About I got to run over and uh, give Mark my shipment money. It does It does cost to send it in to get these teeth. Um, what they do is, the, the way I understand it is they take the teeth and they cut them and they put dye in it, and there's rings like a tree. Yeah. And they can yep. tell the real age of the animal. There's no looking at where and guessing. This te- actually tells you the age of the deer. So our teeth get sent off from my buck, which I'm guessing is four and a half, um, from Eric's buck, which I'm guessing is... I'm guessing eight. I'm guessing six and a half. You think six and a half? I'm going six and a half. Yeah, you think he's on the downturn? It's an, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's really? an old deer. Six right and a half is an old deer, right there. That deer was nasty. Yeah, um, I mean, all I saw was the rack. Really I don't nasty. know, man. I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go seven. Watch him be three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that deer, that deer was like an alcoholic wino. That's why he looks so terrible. He's been up partying for yeah. And he a was year. Eat, he was eating those rotten oh, yeah. berries all oh, yeah. the time. Well, sugar beet crush. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight from the bag. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Well, and then Trevor shot an antler doe this year. You guys can check out that episode. I don't how, know. Did, did we ever figure out how old? Did he send the teeth getting, in for that? Yep, they're getting sent in. Sweet. I, that will be interesting because that he had pictures of that deer the year before with the same set of antlers as when he shot it the next year. Yeah. So it never it, a it never year, shed or anything. A year and a half, almost two years. No, a year went by and it didn't ever shed its antlers. Same velvet, everything, and he shot it. That's so. why it looks so gnarly. Like yeah. That. So how long did that deer have its antlers? You know, no, no one knows. I know it. it's crazy. And how long does that velvet stay on there? You think with just like the weather and stuff that it would eventually fall off? Right, right. right. Well, he said those antlers were super brittle. Oh, I'm sure. So who knows? Who knows? They had no life left back in them. I don't know. That'll be interesting. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get that back, but um, that's you know another thing that Mark does at Creative Critters. You can he, he you know give you that option. And the cool place 
What was the, the price on that? Just to let people know. I think it's, I think 25, it's bucks 25 bucks. 25 bucks. That's not bad. And then yeah. you get like, a certificate and stuff yep. that says how old the deer is and yep. stuff like that. So, you um, research on how to do it yourself. You I need how much science comes into that. I, I'm sure a lot. You need the right microscope. Yeah, that's probably true. And the dye. Who knows what kind of dye they put it's in? It's not how, like a tree that's, you know, <laughs> and how four do they feet cut them? big around. Yeah, I mean, I they probably know. laser cut them. Like a bandsaw, and they're like. I bet you it's like a laser. I'm just I'm just thinking it's cooler than what that it is. That would be cool if you could oh, do it yeah. yourself, though. Laser oh, beams. Be cool. Sharks with laser, laser beams attached to their head. <laughs> um, but right now, I mean, th- this is kind of. We're kind of on kind a of ra- our, like our filling episode. Yeah, random ep- really going on, because you know deer season's closed and Illinois and Iowa turkey season hasn't started yet, and the South guys are um, knocking them down. Them. But you know, turkey season's coming up for us. Mushroom season's coming up. Shed hunting is still going on. I when it gets nice out, I don't. I just well, it ain't nice today well, because it's, it's the middle of Mar- it's oh, it's the end of March and it snowed today. <laughs> it wouldn't be the weird. first time. It's Iowa. I mean, Illinois. Just weird. It was seventy degrees almost last (laughs) week. Yeah, (laughs) but we have okay. So we're doing. You know, we we're into our three D shooting, and when I say we're into our three D shooting, we're into it for the fun of three D and practicing for bow season. We're not tournament three D competition shooters. We like it and we love it. We have we use our hunting setup. We don't do anything crazy. It's the same setup we use. Right. So we're prepared when it, you know that whole season goes by. We've been shooting the same bow, same equipment, and we're ready to to put them down. We'll rock and roll when it counts. Um, that being How many? S- that being said, though, we challenge each other to make it yeah. fun and to encourage each other to get better. How many three D shoots do you think we'll do where none of us are hungover this year? Well, we did a fair amount last mm, year. I don't think a single one of them. <laughs> you there was some you didn't even show up to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's some. Steve, you gonna make it? No show, Steve. They're the first, uh, the first three D shoot. Forgot we my ever arrows. Did. Oh, we got. <laughs> forgot my arrows. Guys, oh. you wouldn't believe it, but I forgot my bow at home. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, has anyone has anyone out there ever? I don't know why I didn't kill a deer last shoot. year. I just forgot my bows. Oh man, I forgot my broadheads. Oh no. Oh man, I forgot the string on my bow. I, can't I was, I was hoping today. to convince this deer to commit suicide, man. You're didn't work down. Out. You gonna Rambo him or what? <laughs> yeah, I started, I started playing him this podcast. Ah, he slit his own throat, man. That's pretty cool. I uh... <laughs> you could talk a deer to death, I think. You think so? Yeah, because you damn near talk me to death once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I have a lot more to live for. Than I can't. I can't wait until we're doing couple a week again here pretty soon. I need a break from you. I don't know. Do you, can, you guys have been you hanging out ne- for a week straight. Kurt, you can never take. Yeah, he's a break laid off. Me. I can't get him the hell away from my house. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you know what? You know we did some cool stuff. We found that we found out the joys of a pressure washer. Check that out on uh, on it's Facebook. Not really that worth it. Here it is, a bow hunting podcast. Steve wants to talk about pressure washing. Sorry, this is the coolest thing going <laughs> in my life right now. I'm sorry, oh, man. What would you guys do without me? This would be a, sh- a podcast about whatever else. I know what I'm doing. I'm leaving. <laughs> Eric's Eric's in. Yeah, he's, he's Are you going to do your related. 3Ds with your recurve this year? Oh, man, you know, I should. Well, nice transition, by the way. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Thank um, you, Brandon. I should, but I just don't practice enough. Maybe that's what's what I need to fire me up to practice more. I've got one. I just got to get a string made for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, guy gave me one. That's, it's like from the 70s. Yeah, that's what mine is. What, the string is from the 70s? Well, the string was from the 70s. That's Ooh, why I was God. afraid to pull it back. <laughs> Mine's a 72, I think. I, I it's all refurbished. My dad just gave it to me. I mean, I looked it up online. It's worth like three hundred fifty bucks. Really? I'll, yeah. If you get it going, I'm going to be traveling a lot this summer. So I we talked about that last week's episode. So there'll be some episodes where I'm not around. But 
when I'm here, I'm going to do as many 3D shoots as I can, and I'd like to do a couple with my recurve because what the, what kind of quiver are you going to use? Are you going to like skin out a mink or something? I'll and probably put just, like a plastic tube down. I'll his probably throat? just get one. That would be cool. But I, <laughs> that would I probably be super cool. I probably I could turn that gopher on the wall into a quiver. Oh, <laughs> yeah. As long as Mine's you like make them in the table. On it. Does it? You should Does see it? these old arrows that came with it. Oh, they're they're freaking crazy. Really? Are they wooden? Oh yeah. Do they have like the knot in them too? The knot, like like the yeah, like, like a wood, like, like a knot, knot wood. Oh, like a knot. Yeah, I, don't know, I didn't look at them. I have uh, like the, the broadheads. They're, they're all rusty now, but you could tell how old school they are. Really? They they are pretty. They're pretty neat. See, I haven't decided. I wanted to hunt last year, but I didn't practice enough, and I just thought it was irresponsible to go hunting with it because I didn't put the time in. But I need to shoot it more, and I don't know. I might just get one of those regular hip quivers and just shoot with that. You know, for at the, on the three D range. That's what I use. Right. So. I don't know because if I'm gonna hunt with a recurve, like I, no rangefinders, it's complete just instinctive. Yeah, like dude, you better get your little Daniel Boone cap too out there. You might as well just go old school with the leather flannel, jacket and tassels. Jacket. Well, you might as well. Last 3D season, because if you guys have never been to a 3D shoot, you guys really need to check go it check out because out. it's the it's so much fun, and especially it, with a couple of buddies. It's walking through the woods with your... It's golf, but with a bow. You're walking through exactly. the woods. Nobody yeah. else gets that transition. Right. I always yeah. say that. Right. So exactly. Frisbee it's golf a lot with like a bow golf. for you guys. Not even it's frisbee the golf. same. Walking... Yeah, or Frisbee <laughs> golf. It's walking through the woods, and oh, look, there's a... Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, the funniest thing is, <laughs> like, you, you turn the corner, like, are we shooting at, we're shooting at a carp? Yeah. What right. is that, a cobra? All right, where's the... Uh, where's... Or yeah, an alligator. The dog the from Neverending Story. Or oh, yeah. Uh, Atticus. Atticus. Yeah, Atticus yeah. was that dog's name. Well, no, what was it? Got a raccoon no, climbing up the tree. It wasn't Atticus. Right, uh, yeah. And Morrison, they had a bobcat target ratchet strapped to a tree. <laughs> Did you do the mosquito one? Did they have it that oh, year? I don't Did remember. they have the mosquito? No, we didn't see the it's, mosquito. It's a three-foot shot. Oh, really? That is so that, hard. Yeah, that is really hard, actually. You're supposed to use your 30-yard pin, I think, or close I thought yeah. it was way high. I thought they said like it, you should be shooting like it's like ninety yards or something. We have that on our tape now. Oh for, yeah, for feet. We do um, have that. Oh, what was the worst one we ever shot? Oh, was that? It was that skunk, like trying to hit the twelve ring on the skunk. You remember that? Yeah, it's uh, like the size of a quarter. Dude, that thing. It. I think I lost. We couldn't an even arrow on see it. One. We didn't even know where it was, so we were just aiming in the dark. Yeah, we all had binos. It's like, all right, where's the kill zone on this? Huh? So what we did last year for the 3D shoots is we had this, which I don't, is it in here? Or they're at your house, aren't they? The belts. Yes, they are. We had the working class bow hunter belts, and they were like these little wrestling belts. Walmart twenty. And we had teams the U.S. In, championship belts. It was for you guys who were. It was Steve and I versus Eric and Logan. Yep, and. Steve coasted with another win. I uh, we we Ooh. came off strong and won like the first two or three, and then Steve slacked, and I had to carry the team. And just one person shooting good. Steve, lack of commitment. Let's for right. did them two big wins right off the top. Those said it like yeah, it, you got cocky. Basically, got cocky. It, it put us to a point where just, we fell apart. No, here's what happened. Me and Kurt shot, and we murdered it, and we just. We got so high up that we just didn't have to worry. Like, we could have taken, like, six losses in a row. It didn't matter. That's how good we shot the first two. If you guys aren't catching on, like, you're like, maybe, like, oh, man, maybe his ambition. Oh, nah, that's why he's laid off. All right. I got <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Eric and Logan laid it on us for the rest of the season, beating oh, yeah. us in every other 3D shoot we did. And then 
That's because Logan's sight was off like 10 yards the first three Dude, or four no, his, his rest was way off, or his too. rest was, yeah, yeah. And I had to help with that. But, and then, but you know, me and Steve did leave this we year with the belts. You guys if he wasn't all messed up. Well, you know. We left with the belts. I think we should do one 3D shoe with all our bow fishing rigs. <laughs> oh, Okay. Use my Oneida. Yikes. I've never yeah. shot an arrow out of that without. You know, I'm, like, bow fishing's coming up, man. I'm ready for bow. Yeah, fishing. we do. Uh, you know, we we um, we can go by right in front of Mark's house. What's uh, what's the, the cat that Nick um, Nick Miller? What's his from the Bone Shed? Yeah. yeah. What's his uh, what's his deal? Nick Matthews. Oh, Nick Matthews. No, not Nick Miller. I'm thinking of O Town guys. <laughs> uh, I, I could picture his face. And I was like, okay, oh, don't say. Yeah, Nick Matthews. He's got uh, he's got that deal up near like in LaSalle County mm-hmm. where he takes you out on the Illinois River and like flying fish. You just tear them up. We're doing that this year. Yeah, like if you guys like are to. interested, oh, man, I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm gonna look it up real quick, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, look that dude. Oh, it's it's like a hardcore. I didn't even boat. know he did that for a long time. Yeah, I didn't hard- either. He always talked about it. I'm like, wait, do you put this on? He's like, yeah. Like, oh, I think oh, it's hardcore right. bow fishing. I, uh, Double check, but yeah, dude, he, what's his name was just on, John Dudley just uh, just mm-hmm. did an episode, and, and our buddy Poppy was on there, and Tom Knotts was filming, it was <laughs> super cool. Yeah, I tried to do that Asian carp shoot when when I saw you up at Starve Rock. Oh, yeah. The next day I went out and tried that. Nothing? Uh, yeah, it's hardcore trying, boat trying fishing. Trying to have her drive the boat and me Did you shoot. get any of the jump? Oh, yeah, because I got that go devil. So the more vibration, the more they jump. Oh, it was yeah. just like all of a sudden there'd be like sixty fish come out of the air. Seriously? Oh yeah. What do you, you just need a fishing license to do that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's go do that. If you got the boat, can all four, can four people? I'm building. I'm thing? building one this year. I mean, I'm probably gonna try to do it next weekend. Start on it. Really? Uh, yeah. If if you guys, you're hardcore bow fishing. Go find them on Facebook. They're in Ottawa. Uh, Nick, I'm sorry for calling you Miller, but we all we all have slip ups with names. We do. So go, Go check it out. Uh, yeah, he'll put you on, and it's it's nuts, man. They drive down. These fishers flying out of the water. And you just take your pick, man. Shoot whatever you can. It'd be interesting to actually try it and do it. It would fish, be a lot fish of fun. Flying out of the area, yeah. they'll hit. They'll knock you out, man. Oh yeah. There's high. multiple videos. They're gonna knock me out, dude. I'll you'll, never. You'll, get... you'll catch them with your mouth, dude. I'm. <laughs> My jaw's too sturdy, man. I can't be knocked out. I'm like a DS. Steve thinks we're going out to get a McFish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, thought the, uh, I thought the tartar sauce and bun were provided. <laughs> the McTartar sauce. Steve's like, oh, I thought you meant we were McFishing. I didn't know we were bowfishing. <laughs> McScuse me. He's got a bunch of $1 bills. <laughs> yeah. Only time Steve's throwing out dollar bills is at McDonald's. It ain't anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I like to save my money for more important things. Like being but, laid off. <laughs> oh, yeah, laid off life is pretty sweet. You're a good dude, Steve. It just, it's too easy to give you shit. Yeah, it all is. All the time. But I, I love it. Every day. You know, you know when you guys when you guys try, every, like, I remember Brandon was like, dude, are those guys, I've already said this to you, he goes, Oh, you think those guys are too mean to you? I go, no, they're showing me attention, and I love it. <laughs> you you do love it. You want us to get as much day, shit as we can. So get this. The other day, I'm going to get this out for you, Steve. The other day, because we, we do, you know how when you're in hunting camp, you give your boys shit about oh, everything. Yeah. The joke is everything. Steve has a really short draw length, and he does. It's like <laughs> 24 and a half. Yeah, right. So I, he, I, I shoot 27 <laughs> with so, extenders, with so, the extendo clip. So it's like. He shoots like a twenty-four point five inch draw length, 
So he can't really, like, you know, technically shoot any bow on the market. His anchor point is still on his earlobe. I have to get it. <laughs> right. what's, what's those little? What's those little? He's Matthews, got a four-inch uh, long D loop. <laughs> what's those mission uh, mission bows? The little ones for the kids. Man, that's Matthew Genesis. Yeah, the Genesis. Genesis yeah, yeah, I have to get Genesis custom made. Can you show <laughs> so, the draw length on this, dude? It's for a, a Hoyt Ruckus Junior. Um, <laughs> but uh, where was I going with this? Oh, Steve, Steve goes, man. I'm getting real sick of the Steve's draw length is short joke. I'm like, oh man, is Steve getting offended? No, I'm not offended at all. I'm mad. It's the only people, the only thing yeah. people make fun of me for. Like, there's a lot more people could make fun of me for, and that's all everyone just hangs out on. Like, if you're gonna burn me, really burn me. Like, I really want it. Like, if you're gonna just make fun of me for my drawing, that's lame. Now, I, like, I, was, I was like, whoa, is this really coming out of Steve? Yeah, you're mouth? like Steve's. Like, no, no, no. It's like, dude, yeah, is this really like, happening? Here's the thing. I mean, it, you know, and this is open for any listeners. Like, if you guys just want to like insult, you can even direct message me and insult me. I would enjoy it. But it was like, yeah, it's like that's like the only joke that goes around. <laughs> oh, here's Steve's draw length. It's short. Like, cool, man. I am a fat, hairy Hungarian. Like, you can't work with that. What, you know? <laughs> I'm glad I'm we open <laughs> book. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we found out why you have a short draw length, though. When we're at the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we found it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's my uh, my upper arms are short. We even pulled out the tape measure. To we see pulled how, out the tape. Yeah, like you know, we're like elbow to your shoulder, like this measurement. I didn't know like this. my forearms are like, like normal length, but like yeah, we we measured measured it with Tom Knotts uh, from the bone shed. Like his bicep and his tricep are Tim like Kitts. six inches <laughs> shorter than a normal person. Yeah, it's terrible. It's from playing all the video games as a kid, my my arms gosh. tucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's T Rex in all time. I don't know, like oh, I, I like I, I would I would open genuinely funny insults. Like I, I really want to start seeing them because it's it's so funny to me. I don't know why. Maybe that's weird, but like I don't know. It, make fun of my nose because it's super big. I don't know. Do you have a grabber? A what? One of those things, like the stick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just curious. You have one. Everyone knows you do. Oh no, I, Steve! Like I need one. No, none seen, of them no, are. No, he doesn't. None of them are powerful enough to pick up double stuffed Oreos. All they can do is pick up single stuffed Oreos. <laughs> what would happen is Steve would get a grabber. He'd sell his iPhone, have a jitterbug, and he would <laughs> roll around Walmart in one of those automated carts, and you'd be that piece of shit human being yeah, that, yes. that leaves shopping carts out in the middle of the parking lot. Oh, no, I can't even do he that. He does that now. It'd be a downward, uh, no. He does that now. It'd be yes, a downward do. spiral can't of Steve's life. can't even do that. But no, I want to take this podcast and redirect it on, ra- on the rails. All right, let's put it back on the rails. We're going to talk shot placement opinions. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's a lot better than uh, Steve going to Walmart because that's just a boring subject. Right. It's, it's an like every, an every it's an everyday thing. Who window cares? shopping at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one Man, day. I, I wish I could afford this one dollar ninety nine beanbag chair. A dollar ninety nine cent beanbag chair. Okay. Yeah, all right. Let's shop placement. Let's talk, Kurt. We're gonna do a lap Curtis. around the studio right now. Nope. We're gonna talk about shop placement. I know about shop placement. Quartering two. Oh, shots. you mean like a lap? I thought you were talking about we're gonna run a lap. No, no. Okay. Quartering two shots, so the deer is facing you. All right, let's, let's put a scenario on it. And you got to think that you're in the situation because anyone can just put, no, I wouldn't do it, or yeah, I would, I'd do this. Legitimately, you play in your hunting experience. There's a 140 inch eight pointer coming in, and he's getting spooky. And he comes in, and he's at 25 yards. He comes in straight at you. 
and he's standing there stuck looking. He knows something's Be up. Beelining right he's, in your direction. He's straight on to you. Like he's 100% quartering to you. You can see his jugular pulsating. You can right? see that jugular just <laughs> pulsating. You like that? Steve, make your case on what you would do in this scenario. I mean, I'd politely ask the deer to, you know, to turn a little bit. Just say, hey, hey. In a legitimate, real situation scenario. What uh, what time is it? It's 30 minutes till dark. We'll, we'll put an even other pressure on it. So this is normally what happens, right? That's about an yeah. accurate scenario. All right, this, all right. So let's even get deeper in the scenario. Is this the first time you've ever seen this deer on the hoof? Yes, it's. Yes, this is a this perfect, is a freak. Like you've not seen this deer. This deer, on it doesn't cam. matter. You don't have him on trail cam. He's just a deer, and he's a <laughs> he shows God up. damn it! The answer is he's a detail. <laughs> Give me your scenario. Just answer the question. <laughs> ah, he's facing right to you. Um, what do you do? Oh, I gotta. I have to. I have to pass. Right. I, I I can't. I can't justify taking that shot, knowing that. You hit him, and yeah, you injured. But then all of a sudden, he runs and just like keeps running and running, and you can't ever find him, and he just suffers to death. I, I, I can't, I cannot justify taking that shot. Very good answer. Very I, good answer. That and it's sorry. a bitch to track a deer when you hit it very poorly, and you're trying to find the blood. That sucks. Yeah, Brandon, it's probably. Can't copy the answer, but you, I mean, if you agree with him, you can say you agree well, with if him. It, if it's facing at me. I mean, he's gonna turn, so I'm I'm gonna wait. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait to see what happens. If he turns around and starts to bust out, he's at 25. You're probably not gonna get another shot. But say he's at 10, um, he's probably gonna go out about 10 more yards, turn, and look back at you. And that's right. when you need to draw is when he turns. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for me, I'm just gonna wait. Right. I'm not gonna take that shot, but I'm gonna wait for my shot to present itself. Right. So I mean, Eric. I agree with both of them. If he turns and busts, I'm not going to take the shot. Right. I'm going to wait it out and see what actually happens. See if he does turn. You know, because sometimes when they're standing there looking right at you, they'll turn right around and start walking the other way so you don't have a shot anyways. Right, right. Well, you know what's funny? Brandon, what you said is what happened with my deer this year. Yeah. He, he, I, was, I didn't even see him. I was looked over and he was standing there. And I'm like, <laughs> Don't you hate that when you can't even hear him come yeah. in? And you're yeah. like, he I'm probably just... looked at you and said the same thing. Oh shit! Well, no, he didn't see me. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's kind of saw me move. I think he saw my head. He turn. probably did. You know, well, he's, yeah, he's, but the thing no, is, like, he's... he never looked right at me. He was looking yeah, that direction. But he's... he's probably like that girl at the bar that's really interested in you. It's no, like act like on. she didn't see it. So come on. I looked over and he's like looking in my direction, but not at me. Almost kind of past me, and he turned. I couldn't have shot him the way he was standing. It would have been not directly quartering two, but it would have just been all front shoulder. I, and I'm I not going to. I can't take that. I'm shot. not going to do no, that. No way. So I got a gun. I'll take it. But that's about right. it. I stood up and he turned. I drew and he went 10 yards, stopped and stood broadside and looked and saw me draw and looked at me. And then I. That's where your shot I is. squeezed yeah. off my yeah. shot. Yeah. Best um, scenario you can do. Right. I mean, best scenario. It's the, the only option do. you have to hope he stops and. He's going to drop in that situation because he's on death comp five alert. Was he stomping? Point. No. No, so he nope. wasn't too freaked out. No, he, so he, he didn't. more he, likely going to get the shot right. off. He knew something was up, turned, saw me draw, and then turned broadside to look at me. Yeah, because you, you're right. If, if they stomp, 
They, they're they're they're, they're, tur- they're spinning and they're running. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they will stop and then they'll turn their head. I never knew this for the longest time is when they put their head down. They're trying to get you to move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that for the longest time. Yeah, because you were talking about when Jared Scheffler talked about that, and that's yeah. when that kind of clicked for me. I'm like, oh, because Because when they when they put their head down, their eyes are always level with the ground, you know, so it's their like. Their pupils are always yeah, level their, their with the ground. Their pupils are, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so if a deer's head's down and he's eating, even though he looks like he's looking down, his pupils are still ground level. They're yeah. always ground like, And they're level always the looking ground. around. They're not mm-hmm. focused on what they're eating because they're smelling that. There's. Right. Yeah, their pupils. If you didn't know her, it's like a horizontal line, like much. like a goat, it's like a horse, right. kind of. Yeah, yeah, like a horse. Yep. So like if, even your deer mounts depends on what um, eyes your taxidermist use. If you know if you go to creative critters, you're going to get only the best glass eyes, and you, ah. shine and, a and, pitch. And you can see like yeah. that. You can, but really though, it's it's true. You know. Um, so let me let me play out another situation. This happened to me not last season, but the season f- before. And, you know, you always see the get your deer to stop. (laughs) And, okay, light's getting a little low. Mm -hmm. It's still legal shooting light. Oh, but it's getting low. So romantic. It's getting getting to the point where a deer is coming in and he's at 10 yards. Maybe he's at 10, 15 yards within. He's under 20 yards. We'll say that. And he's moving at a steady, steady walking pace. Like he doesn't he's not going to stop. You just know he's just getting to where he's getting. He comes in. Do you try to stop him? Do you shoot without stopping him? Do you not shoot? Do you? What do you do? Is this at the point where it's like dark enough? That it's you, the point if you don't take the shot now, it will be dark after he leaves. Andy. But you can't. But like it's dark enough that you can't tell how big he is, or have you been? No, you this see deer? this deer and you know you're going to shoot him. Oh, you know what? He's a shooter. Well, yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be legal shooting light. <laughs> no, I'm saying. All right, yeah. Okay. Like, well, when I, I hunt in the dark, I. Uh, <laughs> If he's if he's at a s- slow walking pace, I'll shoot him on the walk, just because I've tried that. Where if he's close enough, right? If he's close enough, absolutely. Because there's been times where I've been drawn back and I try and do the run, run, well, and that just throws everything off. Right, I'm not right. good at that whole transition thing, trying yeah. to make noise with my mouth and trying to focus on the deer. Right. So if he's on the walk, I'll take a shot at him under 20 yards. I had this happen to me. Uh, I had a deer I got pictures of all summer, two seasons ago, and he came in like last light, and I'm like, oh, shit. Get up, draw, because I knew he was coming right underneath me, and he was moving too quick for me to feel comfortable with squeezing off a shot. It was like too quick and almost too close. You know what I mean? Like another 10 yards out, yeah. I would have felt a little different, but it was like his body filled like my whole sight view. Uh-huh. So I was like, I went real light, and he just went and took off. See, I've never had one do that. And I was like, oh, no. I thought this is it. Just big, tall, 12-inch G2s. Tight, not wide at all, just real tight rack. Have you seen the deer since? Nope, never saw him again. Pushed him off that, the deep end. I mean, end. that's kind of like my situation this year. It was so close That pushed him hours. off the deep end. Man, oh, my God, I'm so sick of all the insults. He's out of here. <laughs> no more trail camera pictures of him. I had six trail cams out on a property that's not very big. <laughs> I hunted. A, I I never saw it's him again. Three acres, pretty much. Yeah. He was testing to see if you'd be a friend or not, and he knew you were a foe immediately. You know, it yeah, could have easy, easily been on the neighbors. You know, but I, he I probably know. took off and got hit by a car. That's probably what happened. <laughs> no, that sure wasn't anywhere near a road. Possible. Should have shot him. The neighbor would have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have spots. <laughs> 
took him out. The neighbor was going to shoot him. I know deer has spots in November. Yeah, what these guys do? What's it? What's the? Uh, yes, uh, what, what's the deer? Uh, it's not fat. Do fallows always have spots yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah fallows. Yep. Yep. As long as they don't have spots, well, we're hunting in Europe, so good luck. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most of the time, I think deer usually stop. I mean, they don't usually keep cruising too long. I mean, yeah, this deer was a beeline. Yeah, I mean, if they're following something, they're they're not stopping. Yeah, this deer probably watches dad get killed by a hunter. You know, (laughs) he goes by he goes by Bam, but now because he hated his original name, well, this just you know. But I I do make that man, and then I. But then I reposition. I usually wait, a, I don't know, five, six seconds before I take my shot. Right. Usually, you don't, usually they're just going to stare. They're going to stare for a long time. I don't know if I was just too, he was too close. Because this deer was, I could have probably jumped on this deer's back if I wanted to. I hate when people say that, but that's how close he was. But you know what? I The sound that I like now, if a deer's close enough and it's quiet out, I'll, I'll just go. Like a squirrel? Yep. <laughs> I got video of me shooting that doe. All I did was oh, go, yeah. I just went. Like you're talking to your cat. Yep. She just looked up like, huh? Thwack. You schwacked it. Backstrap. <laughs> what's the what's the funniest noise that you've ever made before you killed a deer? You're just sweet. <laughs> just, <laughs> just poked one. <laughs> no, There's gotta be some people I, who've I tried it, some. I keep like, it pretty simple. There's gotta be some people. I yelled at tried. a buck one time. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did he stop? No, what happened was I had this big buck come in, and there's a buck I've been hunting, and I had two does come out of a rav- out of a ravine, come underneath me at ten yards, and I hear grunting and a bunch of leaves moving. I'm like, oh, he's coming out of that ravine right towards these does that are right underneath me. You know what's going to happen then? The wind was good. I'm like, oh, it's on. Comes in, stops at like maybe twenty yards, and I'm at full draw behind these trees, and I I could have squeezed it between these two pine trees, but it, I had like a Four, maybe six. Nah, it wasn't even a six-inch window to shoot for for pure lung shot. Well, I'm going to wait. He's going to come out and check these does in this open path right here. Well, I do. I'm waiting. He steps out of the open path. The does take off because they're going to get chased. He's out in this path, and I'm going, hey, 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 hey. He's gone. He stops at 50 (laughs) yards in the middle of the timber, no shot. And I'm like, well, that's the way it goes. I, uh, That's hunting for you, right yeah. there. Dude, I, I yelled at it's like him. November sixth. I like I, I yelled at a uh, at a buck once. It, it was like two years ago. It was in uh, I was hunting like right up the Wapsi, and like there was this buck, and like he stopped. All vitals covered up, so like I drew back on him, and he kept walking and kept walking. I was like, man, 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 and he wouldn't stop. So pretty soon, I was like, hey. Was this deer, walking. Did this deer just start walking quicker as you were eating? No, he was just like same he was just the same pace. <laughs> Maybe he was deaf. He was just, he was just like moving. I, I was like, that happens. I was like <laughs> really? Oh, it, yeah. The know. funny thing is he came back. He came back, and I'm like, I tried it again. Now he just He obviously path. knew you weren't a threat. He's like, that draw like this not long enough. <laughs> no, he just, he, like, he took off. I was like, I was like come on. does not have enough connection. That air energy. couldn't even penetrate my vitals. <laughs> First thing I say, as soon as he walks, I was like, dude, are you serious? Right now, like... That's just nuts. I can see you being, are you serious? Come on. Are you serious, guys? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to go rant about this on Tumblr. <laughs> it's just not fair. Just get, just get out of here. Shoo. Shoo. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird how, like, you know, you can make, like, one noise. Like, you know, with, like, we're talking about hunting with hinges. 
you know, as soon as that hinge clicks, the deer are out of there. But then all of a no, sudden, they're like, not. Well, I mean, they, they could. No, it could. I mean, that's people did say that to me when I started shooting my hinge with the with the, as I shoot with a click. And yes, Axel, I shoot with a click. Poppy's boy make fun of me for it. <laughs> it's like twelve. Little Poppy, dude, that dude's a. Stud, it's not man. loud. Hey, the click, I don't think is loud enough. It just seems loud because it's right there in your ear. Yeah, I don't think it's that loud. Right. I don't think it is either. They're such weird critters. They're fascinating. You can't. Uh, I feel like they're they're the smartest animal in the wild. You think so? The big old does. Big old oh, yeah. does. I've been, I've been busted by more does than anything. Yep, I have to by far. Didn't your dad? Your dad told a story about like there was that doe that just kept busting them like every time. Yeah, he finally shot that doe, didn't he? Yeah, my dad battled that doe. Um, this doe was so big, it was unbelievable. I wish we would have weighed it. It was the biggest body doe I've ever seen. Um, I actually tried to pounds. stop that doe. I had her at like 15 yards, and she was trotting and meh, shoop, gone. She, she had no part of it. Nope. My dad finally got her. It's funny is where he shot her, I was hunting on a different spot, same property, but like angled from him, I don't know, a few hundred yards away, and it died in front of me. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, she ran that far? Well, I guess it wasn't that far. Well, okay, it, it kind of depends maybe, on the... Maybe 200 yards, and she died probably 75 yards from Oh, me. I got you. It wasn't, like, okay. right in front of me. So, like, yeah. But right, I didn't know it. But you've seen the whole thing. Well, no, it was weird, because I, I heard... I seen a doe jump up in, the in like, to the left of me, and then I heard, like, she crashed. And I was like, oh, she must have jumped into something or jumped over something. And then my right dad... Well, this was before, like, texting was, like, a thing. And, uh... Is he yelling across the holler? Well, that was back in the day <laughs> no, where... They had, they had the rope in the can. <laughs> no. The oh, yeah. Can. No. It was at, like, at 9.30, turn on your your little radio, and I'll check in with you to see if you, if you want to keep sitting or if you want to get down, if you see anything. I was young. <laughs> and then... Uh, All right. Yeah, so I meet up with my dad, and I'm trying to remember. I was young. I was really young. It was, like, my, probably my first year bow hunting. First or second year. And then uh, we went, and he's like, oh, yeah, she ran this way. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, I did. I heard her go down. Yeah, she's over there. <laughs> Big old doe. That would have been funny if, like, you see that doe just, like, drop, and you saw the hole, and you're just, like, you do the the sign of the cross. Uh, oh, sweet Mary and Jesus. I think that doe's dead. We can finally start killing some bucks around here. <laughs> that doe, oh, man. It gave, was, gave you hell, didn't it? It was insane. Yeah, was I don't that know. Just, was that just She was just year? smart, man. You couldn't get in the stand without her knowing you were there. I don't know how. I, I mean, you know, it's before we were really super experienced. Yeah. But. Was it one or two years? That she gave you was it? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. I, I think one year, I think, and I think one year. It might have been two years. She was definitely How, smarter than you guys. Is that so? You know, after you get a get a doe that's been giving you that much trouble, how how good did she taste when you ate her? I don't remember, man. It's, <laughs> really? It's been a long time. Oh, uh, dude, I bet that that's probably like, did you get like a deer that you've been after for so long, man, bro? You just taste so good. Like, the, especially with, like, that dough just busting you constantly. Like, you're just eating her with, like, cookies, barbecue sauce just to, like, throw it in her face. You know what I mean? It's so disrespectful. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, she did bust you when you were after some good deer. So, it's like she was, like, an anti hunter. Just saying. You know what I noticed was, I, this was the last few years I thought about it till this last year. If you get, like, a big group of deer together, mm-hmm. and, you know, even into the rut, it's still you'll have young ones with the old you know, with the old does. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like the ones that have the two young ones with them are the spookiest and the most cautious does. Right. I mean, 
Well, it's like it's, it's their kids, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, this was during the rut. I mean, I had like uh, thirty yeah. deer in a food plot, and then everything was great. All of a sudden, one just, just all of a sudden noticed me. I don't know how or why. It's or crazy. What. And then it sits there and stomps and makes a big deal, and then all the other ones go on alert. It goes now, off and blows now, on the now other now ridge I've got thirty-two 60 times. Some eyes looking at me. Yeah. Right. Just, just oh, don't do it. Don't you do got it. face do paint it. on. You got all the camo in the world, and all of a sudden they walk out and they go. Hey, here's an idea. Right at you. Here's an idea like, I haven't uh, seen a, a lot of guys doing. Um, I, I remember me and you have talked about this because we were me and you at, was in me and Kurt, me and Curtis, Curtis Geyer, the legendary. Would it would it not be a bad idea? You know, everybody does deer decoys, but uh, I remember me and you were talking about it. We were looking at some trail cam pictures, um, and there's just like oh, it, you know, whenever you see a bunch of turkeys and deer together. You know, you, you we're always talking about how the how the turkey keep the deer calm. Would it not be a bad idea in front of your stand to put a couple turkey decoys? Just, I don't know. Just I, I think kinda, a deer would bother him if it doesn't move. You think so? Well, we'll you get one I of the ones that. We'll, that's what they get spooky. If you ever watch a deer walk up on a decoy, it's like, what the hell are you doing, man? You're looking yeah, a little I mean, sketchy. Yeah, out but here. one of the ones that one decoys. of the ones that moves. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? But like that, that if if that. I only feel I get where you're going. I get with it, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I don't think I've ever seen a dumb. Before. I think because I only like to decoy, and there, there's a science to decoying, and I'm not an expert on decoying. There's, there's people either. who say I, you have to face it a certain way, and well, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a thing. Well, because you want the the deer to circle the decoy to where the deer's between gets closer to you between the deer and the or between you and the decoy. Sure, but you know there is a science to it, and I know. My buddy Jim could Jim Burns can come in here and talk about it. He decoys and he gets a lot of opportunities at great bucks and he uses the Glendale. I've never done it because I don't know that much about it. Right. Well, the thing is, when I do it, I do it in a. There's like a window where I'm just like, okay, bucks are checking does, and or you know they're getting aggressive towards other bucks. That's my little window where I'll put it out and then I don't really mess with it after that. Do you do only do it in the field openings? I've been, um, I've been told no. you, you should never do it in the timber. Well, it depends on the timber, I think, I, in my personal opinion. Cause See, I, I don't like it. I tried it a couple times. It just made everything nervous. But where I decoyed in the timber, I have a logging road that's wide open. It's probably 30 yards wide. It's, yeah. it's still like pretty pretty fresh. And I'll set it on there pointing from, like, there's a ravine that, I mean, where I hunt is basically solid timber. There's yeah. no food. So I'm putting it for where I think they're coming from bedding to head over to the neighbors to the north so I'll put it there to hope to grab a tent I never had anything work but I only did it a few times this year so yeah I don't know I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious to see maybe, what, maybe I'll try it this year we need to get a person in here that's an expert on decoys yeah my buddy Jim I want to learn more one. about the dopey this year using actually using it because I heard on our big buck contest had the guy that was from Mr. Dopey came in and talked mm-hmm. I've never used it right at all Really? Oh, yeah, that guy's incredible. Well, we need to do that then. We'll have somebody come in because I'm a. He yeah, says we, you, he uh, says you can come meet him at his farm. Just come up, and hang out, and see his deer. He goes, "Yeah, if I'm not home, just sit on the porch and watch deer and wait till I get home." I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to hang out at your house? <laughs> you got any beer in the fridge? Because uh, <laughs> where's that guy? We'll be over. Um, Mount Pleasant, so it's not too far, really. How far is that from here? It's not from, that bad. From here? Hey, we might have to knock a two for out. Go see our buddy Rod White down there. We go do a couple podcasts. Do a twofer. I'm sure the guy would do it. I mean, he's a really nice guy. I talked to him a little bit after he did his little presentation and everything. Right. Hmm. But, I mean, well, I just the amount of knowledge that came out of the guy was just amazing. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, think. 
Well, yeah. that's what we got right now. Next week, it's possible. It's up in possible the that up in the Jared Scheffler could be on. Um, if Jared Scheffler's not on, someone else will be on. We're not sure who's going to be on. If Jared's not on next week, he'll be on the week after. So next few weeks, let's say next few yeah. weeks, expect Jared Scheffler to be on. Um, we we love Jared here. That dude is super nice. We did get the pleasure of meeting. Have you ever met him in person before? Yeah. Before that. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you guys hung out, right? You guys were like best buds, right? Yeah, we were bros back in the day. We went to bra? high school together, actually. Bra? So, um, but yeah. Went to kindergarten together? Stay tuned. Yeah, <laughs> went to kindergarten. kindergarten. <laughs> got some, got some taking a bath together pictures. Yeah. <laughs> we, went to, <laughs> we went to different schools together. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, it's weird that you, know, you, you wouldn't know any of his friends. All right. So, um, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, it's about that time. Remember, go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Let us know what you're up to. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you hate. Send us a picture of your trophy. Send us Get some pictures in of that your trophy deer. room. Rate us on iTunes. We'll love you for that. Let us know if you uh, if you hunt with decoys. Shoot us an email, workingclassbowhunter at uh, gmail.com. We're kind of curious. I'm kind of curious about this uh, setting up some turkey decoys now. I don't know. That's an interesting. It's an interesting, yeah. I'm, um, I'm curious about it now. So I got a couple turkey experts, too, we get on the podcast here. Mm. Assume right before turkey season here. Um, Any named Ed? No. Um, oh. Nice try, though. So uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We love you, and you know what to do. Thanks, Brandon. Thank, Thank you, Brandon. Brandon. Wait, hey, Brandon, do you want people to contact you? For what? Okay. Exactly, yeah, no. Don't, don't, don't worry talk about to Brandon. It. No, don't worry about him. Hey, guys, go shoot your bow. Later. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, White tails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.